That was 73 rapid fire questions. got real today's episode is going to be another kind of get to know us episode because we did do our astrology episode where we talked about our own personal natal birth charts and a little bit about us but we wanted to give you guys more of an inside scoop on who we are so we are going to be answering a series of questions i guess to get to know us better yeah i I love the whole um, natal birth chart thing just because you get to kind of know why we are the way that we are type of thing. But I feel like we wanted to do a part two just to get like a deeper understanding of the things that me and Taylor have personally been through and Mm -hmm. maybe how it is that we got to the mindset that we currently have and um hopefully someone out there can kind of relate to any experiences that we have personally had because i know for sure i'm going to go into some deep shit and start asking some really (laughs) interesting questions as far as like experiences (laughs) because you know me i don't care about your favorite color (laughs) 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 don't care about your favorite color (laughs) i'm actually really interested about people's favorite colors i I, see i don't care at all (laughs) Like, are you lefty or righty? Righty. Where are you from? Um, Don't point your mic at me like you're interviewing me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I um, was born in El Paso, Texas. And a lot of people don't actually know that about me. I was born in El Paso, Texas. I have a lot of family down there. I personally hate Texas. I'm sorry if you're from Texas and you're listening to this. I just, I can't seem to uh, get with it. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you calling SpongeBob? Stupid. Oh my God. Now I'm Texas. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty accurate. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, from Texas. When you came here? here when I was like maybe four, four years old, something like that. And I've been in Chicago since then. And I go to Texas. I used to go to Texas actually yearly to visit family. I haven't been there in a while. So what about you, Taylor? Where are you from? I'm from here, Chicago area. Um, I moved to L.A., when like two weeks after I graduated high school, I was out and I lived there for about seven years and I came back here um, almost two years ago now, which is pretty crazy. So it's weird though, because people here will ask me where I'm from because I feel like I'm learning a, a new city now. Yeah, but you're from like the suburbs, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So um, before uh, people in Illinois, like, you're not from Chicago. Oh, yeah, I know. People would hate me for saying that. They yeah. can fuck off. <laughs> so I'm from Chicago land, Chicago suburbs, like the Northwest suburbs area. My mom's from the North side. My dad's from 
New York. So okay, yeah. My mom was also born in Texas, and then my dad was born actually in Mexico. For those who don't know, I am Mexican. I am. You are Italian, so a lot yes. of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. I feel like. And let's get into families a little bit. Yeah, so you have a mom and a dad. Correct, a child. <laughs> Yeah, my child is Oliver. For those who do not know, Oliver is my beautiful dog. He's a little chihuahua. He's half mm-hmm. chihuahua, half wiener dog. He actually looks like a deer. Oh my gosh, he looks exactly like a baby deer. He looks like a baby deer. Yeah, I know. I love him so much. He's my heart and soul. <laughs> um, since we're on the family conversation, actually. Yeah, let's go. So this is where I want to dig deep. Yeah, dig. So a lot of people don't know that my parents were actually divorced when I was a little... What was I? I think it was like seventh grade. Yeah, they were divorced when I was in seventh grade. And my dad went to live um, in Texas, actually, probably six months after they had finalized everything with their divorce. I had a really weird relationship with my dad at first. We would barely ever talk and we would have a lot of like conversations as to why we never talked. And then I'd be like, well, you're the adult. You're supposed to like talk to me. And then he'd get mad because <laughs> because I'd say something like that. Um, but then fast forward to like last year, everything kind of changed uh, between our relationship and it changed for the better so that's good and then as far as like my mom goes my mom is a single mom she has raised me and my brother um alone since that divorce happened and she is pretty great um she's always guided me into what it is that I want to do with my life how to be a better person how to I don't know do a lot of things and kind of just be independent and you know, she she stresses the importance of like asking for help when you need it. But she's like, you know, if you can do it alone, you do it alone. Yeah, I, I see a lot of your mom and you for sure. Really? Yeah. Just, because I don't see it. Oh, Me and her butt heads all the time. Because well, I think it's because you're similar. She's like, you are so much like him. I'm like, I'm nothing like you. What are you talking about? She gets oh, mad. I think you're very <laughs> much like your mom. Please do tell. You're very outspoken and you can kind of come off as like you say it like it is but you do that for the people like you care about Mm -hmm. because you're not going to sugarcoat things for them just because it might make them feel better yeah and you both vocalize and stand up for people yeah whether it's your turn to talk or not (laughs) you know like someone's got to be stood up for you're like i'm in there (laughs) yeah no i can see that you're both very strong women like you yes. stand on your own completely. yes that i do agree i am like her i'm like that because of her basically and you have like that sassy flair she's like alina and you're like what <laughs> you're same mannerism type stop <laughs> no okay we're done we're done with that she's gonna listen to this she's gonna be like yeah i fucking told you <laughs> i didn't say anything <laughs> what about you I want to know some some deep stuff about family. I don't really know it. So so my parents met and they got pregnant and married. Yeah, I don't really like there's not too much 
family there. Yeah, my family's always been very, very close. Well, have... you've told me that your family came from nothing and then they built this whole thing. I want to know about that. Oh, okay. A lot of people well, don't that, know about that. Yeah, so. There you go. Um, my mom grew up in Chicago with her mom. I don't even know if there's tons of things I should be sharing, but her dad was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So he. Oh, that's interesting. My mom's dad is an alcoholic too. Or yeah. was. Yeah. Both my mom's parents were, but then her mom got sober and my mom lived with her. Um, and then her dad didn't come around too often. He'd come around like he was supposed to come around once a week, but he'd come around once every other week. And yeah. then it got. Yeah, my mom was out. like the same way, actually. Yeah. She was raised by her like outsider family. Like it wasn't by my grandpa. That's so yeah. interesting. So, yeah, my mom, she kind of had she started working really young like as soon as she could she'd babysit walked herself everywhere she started taking public transit when she was five years old she would take the bus by herself oh my god yeah my mom grew up really quick and yeah there's like more details to that but that's not really my my story but i think it kind of makes my mom a little bit who she is she's always been like the mother and the caretaker kind of even with her own mom it was just like she lived as an adult when she was a little kid, which really blew, blew my mind when I learned a lot about what she went through. But yeah. then we have my dad who grew up in New York and he didn't, his dad left when he was really young, probably around four or five. Um, so then he was with my grandma, my nanny, who was like my favorite person in the world. She's just this hardcore New York City bus driver. She says absolutely everything on her mind, has zero filter, but she <laughs> loves her family so much. She's super old school, but she was she was a comedian. She acted really hard, but she really she cared about her family and she loved all her grandkids. But she so my she took care of my dad and his sister and I think they ended up living all in a house together with like my grandma, her two sisters, and her mom and it was just a bunch of women in a house and my dad so he grew up with like a a house full a tiny house full of that is so weird my dad has literally like eight sisters yeah and he's the only guy yeah it's crazy that we have similar that is so weird yeah so so then my dad ended up reuniting with his dad because he would come to chicago's in the summer because my aunt lives out here and he would go visit her and he'd play baseball here in the summers and she was like oh your dad's back do you want to see him and my dad said in my head all i knew was i went this long without my dad and i just want to get to know him now and they ended up getting so close when he came back yeah he didn't have too long with him maybe like eight years and then he ended up dying Mm -hmm. but in that time he learned a lot from his dad he learned how to understand people Mm -hmm. how to sell and all that and my dad was working um at a stadium and he was the sweeper he'd clean the sweep after the games and everything then he started working for his dad and then he he wanted to find a way to he didn't want anyone to tell him, I guess, how much money he could make at what he did. So he found a way to be like, oh, okay, well, 
I'll sell this much instead of you paying me hourly. I'll sell this much. And if I don't do it, then you don't pay me anything. But if I do it, this is what you pay me. And he started building his own kind of business, Mm -hmm. selling, I don't even know, cleaning supplies. And he gets into radio and kind of grew to radio advertising. And that's what he did for a really long time. And then long story short, he ended up now he does things with like car dealerships and all of that and motivationally speaks and He basically just made the decision that whatever he does in his life, he's going to be the best at it. So if he's sweeping stadiums after games, he's going to be the best stadium sweeper they have ever seen. You'd be able to eat off the floor in that stadium. He's like, it doesn't matter what it is you're doing. You need to go into everything that you do with that energy. That's like such an incredible mindset to have. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that's how it is with everything. Like when I got in like a fender bender one time, he was like, okay, be mad about it for a second. But if you stay mad about it, it's going to ruin your day. He's like, yeah. Don't let situations and circumstances. You can't let five seconds yeah. out of your day ruin the next 24 hours Mm -hmm. like it just doesn't make sense to me i love that mindset yeah me too so basically now he runs his own business and he has a very successful company and my parents are best friends and they're married and i have an older brother named frank and a younger brother and a younger sister gianni and gabriella and uh, i have a son named amadeo and that's kind of my family Yeah, I have a brother, um, an older brother named Javier, and I my dad actually ended up remarrying. So he had uh, recently a, a, a child, like I think three years ago, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think didn't know that. I yeah, <laughs> a them? lot of people don't know this. No, I've never met them. Boy or girl? Girl. So you have a little sister? Can you not say that? It's weird. <laughs> um yeah apparently um it was so it's this is see this is why i like this like getting to know us thing because um when i first found out that my dad was uh remarrying and that he was gonna have a baby it kind of rubbed me the wrong way and i think it rubbed me the wrong way because we spent so much time like apart where i went from being his all Mm -hmm. and number one to like barely ever seeing each other barely ever talking and then all of a sudden now you're putting in another child into the picture so it made me feel some kind of way and i struggled I so hard that. yeah i struggled so hard with it he would reassure me and be like you know you like you're still my daughter and like i would love for you to meet her one day and blah blah blah, blah. and at first i was like absolutely not i i know mm-hmm. i refuse but then Last year, I kind of came to this like realization where, you know, I've always wanted a little sister. (laughs) It's so funny. I've always wanted one. And here I am. I finally have one. And I'm like being a brat about it and Mm -hmm. like don't want to meet her. And my mom would always have this conversation with me of like, you know, it's not her fault. The relationship between you and your dad has nothing to do with her. You know, she she's come into this world and, you know, you can't look at it in the way where where like you're being replaced because I'm not and I know that now but when it first started it kind of felt like that so I love talking about these things because maybe there's someone out there who just is going through something similar and they don't know how to handle it and I hope that I can give them like this new perspective I actually wouldn't mind meeting her 
And you know, maybe he, like, I believe anyone can change. And maybe he has trouble talking about things that he might regret. I know, I and I didn't even say this earlier, I didn't give any credit to my grandpa, my mom's dad, but mm-hmm. he was an alcoholic since he was like 13 years old. Yeah. And he ended up getting sober. When my mom got older, he got sober and he was married and he became a pastor in Tennessee and he goes to the jails and speaks with men who are not okay and tries to help them find God and find happiness again while they're in jail. And yeah. So he really turned his life around. Wow, that's incredible. It's And it's unfortunate that you got missed out on those parts of your dad. Yeah. But, you know, it could be a blessing that the other little girl isn't going to miss out on that too. Correct. And she probably will learn that she has an older sister one day and like oh she knows about me apparently yeah and she's probably like she's met my brother my brother's met her my brother loves her really yeah and he's like also been the kind of person who like tries to encourage me to meet her and he's like you know he's showed me pictures of her and i remember the first time he did it, i was so mad don't don't fucking show me this Mm. but i was also like that was like four years ago maybe I, i don't even remember how long ago that was i had a completely different mindset than what I do now. And I feel like I just wasn't ready for something like that. And you know, there's something wrong with that. If you, that's just a big change to even acknowledge. And you know, you have to take the time to feel whatever it is that you feel, but then, you know, realize that it's, everything's going to be fine. It's Mm -hmm. not like you're being replaced. So I think that just based on circumstantial evidence, that sometimes that's a fear that you have. Yeah. Even with what happened with, our friend what our when our friend started dating someone new and you felt like you kind of got <laughs> oh yeah our friend yes and you're like i don't even want to look at that no yeah you're right no i and it's funny because i just had that conversation with her like a couple days ago oh, really? yeah yeah and that's that's so funny because I, I didn't think of it until right now that you said it for me, like abandonment issues is such mm-hmm. a huge thing, especially when I'm like really close to someone. It's very hard for me to deal with people when it feels like they're slipping away. Which is why, too, I think maybe you tend to shut it out. Yeah. Because like you even said in our relationship episode that you leave. I leave before, before I'm left. left. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't, I also did not realize that up until maybe like a year or two ago. It was like this pattern of relationships that I had where I was like, yeah, this, this person might leave me. So let me leave instead because, and it's, it's so interesting because that's like a form of self-sabotage. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. But see, now I can look at that pattern and be like, no, like that's not okay. Like you have to give the benefit of the doubt to other people and realize that not everyone is going to be like that. Mm-hmm. so next question next i like that one where look how you, deep that got yeah <laughs> i appreciate your deepness <laughs> where did you go to college so i changed majors literally like five times it felt like what are all your majors so i first went to community college because i wanted to save money and i didn't really care about having like that whole college experience i guess mm-hmm. so i went to community college um did like my first two years there um, but before I even decided to go to community college, I actually went to the Art Institute of Chicago and I was going for fashion, marketing and merchandising. And I think I lasted a year. And I just remember like being in these classes and I was like, 
yeah, this is not, I don't care about any of this. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to me because I I think the reason that I didn't care about it was because I'm the kind of person where I need to, what I do has to add value or bring value to other people. Like it mm-hmm. just has to. And I, 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 at that time I couldn't see how it would bring value. Mind you, this is not when social media hit with like, influencers and PR and like social media marketing and all that stuff. So I stopped for that, uh, that one year, went to community college. Then I was like, all right, what do I want to do? I actually was (laughs) thinking about going into beauty school and going into like hair and makeup because I've always been super interested in something like that. I've always been so interested in just like the beauty industry in general, but I I don't know. I felt like that was like a cop out for myself. Mm-hmm. And this is by no means shade to any people who are in the beauty industry because they are fucking phenomenal people. And us women would not look the way that we do without oh, them. Wow. I just felt like it wasn't the right path for me. And so I steered away from that. And then I ended up going to Columbia College, Chicago in um, downtown. And I went for communications. So, mm. which makes sense because I'm big on communicating. I what I took classes on like advertising, marketing, social media, um, and now I like freelance social media marketing, and I do like our we do our own thing, mm-hmm. and I also um, bartend slash serve because it's great money. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> I feel like this is a good reminder for people who do like 50 things. It's okay if you do like 50 things. Yeah. As long as you're resting and having time for yourself, I'm all about it. What did you, what, what did you do? Um, I went to... I actually don't even know this about you. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think we ever had this conversation. So I went to FITM. Uh, it's a fashion design and art school in LA. And I studied... Uh, design product development and business management. So I got a degree in both those. I got my bachelor's there. And then after that, I I started working. Well, I worked during school, but I immediately wanted to get into the workforce. Like I wanted to go gung-ho right when I graduated. So I got ended up getting really lucky getting an internship um it's a very long story about how i actually ended up getting this internship basically like i applied to work for this stylist and i read i researched like all the la celebrity stylists and i'm like okay i like her her name's anita patrickson she's just a bomb ass entrepreneurial woman from South Africa, does her thing, and that's what I want to work for. I'm, I'm going to get an internship for her. <laughs> and I remember I applied working for her once, and they stopped answering me. Like, her assistant stopped answering my emails, and I was like, shit. So then I ended up getting accepted into this workshop on, like, a student scholarship, and she was the one running the workshop. And so 
I just made it a point to like work my butt off there and network and get as much exposure as I could there. And at the end of the workshop, her assistant ended up coming up to me and was like, hey, are you looking for internships or work? Email me your resume and all that. I would have been like, yeah, you stopped answering me. No, I was like, yeah, I definitely am. Would love to. Well, now I didn't want her to see that she stopped answering my email. (laughs) So I went home, made a new email address, made a new resume and sent her it from my new email address and resume so she wouldn't put two and two together that she had already denied me. <laughs> oh my God. I ended up getting an internship and I ended up working for her for a while. And that was my best. That was one of my favorite work experiences ever. It opened a lot of doors for me and I met everyone. I met all people at every PR and showroom in LA. I learned how much work goes into being a stylist. It's not the devil's wear, devil wears Prada at all. You're not walking around and designer clothes and high heels <laughs> and going to Miranda Priestley's office <laughs> um, in my boyfriend jeans and a t-shirt and sneakers carrying like 70 pounds worth of clothes in garment bags running down the sidewalk in LA in like 80 degree weather because you're trying to get polls and returns done in a certain amount of time. I'd eat in my car, but I loved it. I literally loved every minute of it. I loved organizing it all. I loved seeing clients come in and, and doing fittings. And that's, I really loved that for a long time. And then I kept styling. Um, I got really lucky with some of the opportunities I had. And then I... Yeah, that's kind of like what I did. And and I organically got into social media because of that. Mm-hmm. So when I got pregnant, I kind of started putting more of a focus on my social media just for the sake of time. And yeah. the styling world in Chicago is very different than in L.A. or New York. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Interesting. I love that. I actually um, didn't know how you like got into everything that you got into walk around with a folder with like 20 resumes in it (laughs) (laughs) go into stores be like hi i would like to offer my services that is literally it just sounds like something you would do i was nuts when i look back on it now i was insane i was ruthless but i'm so glad that (laughs) i love that you did that though that you were so committed yeah i was i was not gonna not be a stylist that's what i'm doing you're like i don't care what i have to do What, what what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? <laughs> Run. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> um, I feel like with freelancing, it's really cool because you just you work for yourself, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to do internships. I feel like with internships, it really shows you like what it is that you are going to be doing and if for any reason like you are like oh well I actually want to steer away from this direction you have the opportunity and the time to still change your mind when you're first starting out Mm -hmm. I did an internship here in Chicago um, at a creative agency and they were I believe like by near the West Loop and it's funny because they have one in LA actually as well and It's called Chrome City. And I remember when I first started that internship, I was super, super excited. I actually learned a lot just from that one internship. And I'm pretty sure that's the only one I ever did. And they had um, they had me working with uh, the PR department, plus also 
the social media because that's mainly my focus is I like social media marketing. And I was learning how to go and do outreach with clients, um, how to go into a meeting and, you know, tell them what it is that we have to offer, um, how to build packages, how to um, create everything that I create as far as, you know, the grid, the story, but also like explaining to customers or like to the client that what it is that all of this does for them. Because I feel like with social media marketing, it's not enough to just throw a pretty feed or a pretty story onto the account. You have to really explain analytics and sales mm-hmm. and the return on the investment, especially, for, especially older for older people who don't understand or grasp what social media can do for them. So I feel like that internship in itself taught me how to really present myself to a client and show them how it is that they're what it is that they're going to benefit from it, which was really interesting. I ended up not liking the agency side because with agency work, you never know like what kind of clients you're going to get. Like you would get a hospitality, you would get a, a salon, but then you'd also get like a realtor or an architect company. And it's like it's hard align with that. I don't if I don't align with it because it's like, for instance, like an architecture company. I don't know much about any of that or yeah. like that industry as a whole. So now that means that I have to do even more research as to what kind of captions I'm creating because it needs to make sense. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I want to make sure that what I'm creating is aligned with what I actually like. So I feel like that's why I went more the freelance route. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it with hospitality because it's so simple and so easy. And I, I enjoy getting creative with different venues and different um, concepts. And you understand that. Plus, I understand it, yes. And I also really like, you know, the beauty industry, which I could literally do forever. Yeah. Because I'm a girl and I just understand (laughs) it. (laughs) I think that for someone who's interested in that, I guess, kind of like understand your niche. So everything in that industry, every industry can be broadened but like figure out what it is about that that attracts you and like that you what like what's your brand. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me the biggest thing I would tell someone who wants to pursue a career like that would be to constantly be networking. It doesn't matter yeah. where you are, or where you're going. It doesn't matter if you're popping in a showroom for five minutes, introduce yourself, give it your name and have business cards, have business cards. Yes. Yeah. And connect with people in any way you can get emails, all of that and keep track of it. So for me, I had like a giant Excel spreadsheet with all my contact info for people because you never know if you're ever going to need that. You're ever going to need that. Yeah. Like, let's say you need a job or you you're looking for new work or let's say you need a seamstress in the middle of the night or let's say you need 20 pairs of jeans and you're you're assisting a stylist for something and they they need to get jeans they it's not like they're just gonna give you all the places you can go it's like okay i need 20 pairs of jeans go find it this size this cut and then you just have to go out and go figure it out so keep keep your network list ready and 
make connect connections like yeah. build rapport with people you want to make genuine relationships in the industry it's a lot smaller than you realize like social media pr fashion they all kind of go hand in hand yeah. and you're going to be running into the same people so i would definitely say focus on networking and build genuine relationships when you network too don't just like go into it as if like oh well this person's in this position i'm gonna meet them to get this out of this like especially when you're younger in the industry you want to build up the people around you so i had a lot of friends that we all kind of started in the same place so we'd all help each other out when as we grew we all kind of grew together which is really nice that is nice i love that yeah it's a great tip actually building your network oh thank you oh my god here she goes (laughs) next question I actually want to know this from you. Why did you agree to start this podcast with me? I felt like I got to a point where I had a lot to say. I I always feel like there's things that I care about and issues I want to address and ways of thinking that I want other people to acknowledge or just be aware of. And I want to leave the world a better place when I go. And when I met Alina, it was super kind of instant that I felt like we were very aligned. Our ideals and our mentality and our way of thinking was very similar, but we also have instances where we're super opposite, but it kind of like bounces off one another. And we were having a conversation over lunch, like the first time we hung out. Literally, we went shopping for a New Year's Eve outfit. For a New Year's (laughs) Eve outfit. And then we got into this deep conversation at lunch and we were like, yeah, other people need to know this. And then somehow ended up on the conversation of starting a podcast. And I was like, yes. And she was like, yeah. And then when I was on my way home, I was like, no, but seriously, I mean, I'm not even trying to be like creepy or just say this. And I know that everybody has those conversations. They're like, yeah, let's do something. And then they kind of fizzles out. But I'm like, dead ass. Let's do this. Yeah. And then Alina like calls me. She's like, okay, next week. Let's start the podcast. I was thinking about it in my car. We got to start it. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, then we just started it. It just felt right. It did. It, it, you know what's weird? We didn't really think about it. We just did it. Yeah. And I feel like that's the problem with like a lot of people that whenever they want to start something, they just get so in their head and they overthink about it. They overthink it mm-hmm. to the point where they like think themselves out of doing it. Yes. And I feel like with me and you it didn't happen like that at all like we were like all right i want to do this cool you too all right yeah we want to start next week all right cool let's let's do that when are we meeting and then it's like all right well when are we recording we have to buy this and buy this and buy this and Mm -hmm. it was just like it was such a flow yeah we literally had no idea what we were doing yeah all of this was just a learning process i'm like pull up youtube if you don't know how to do it yeah like let's google it if we don't know how to do it and we wanted to start it so bad we were like okay we have one mic and one janky mic and we don't even know what we're doing but we're gonna do it anyways because where your mind goes energy Energy flows flows. and results show correct but dong dong (laughs) i think too kind of goes into i know one of the questions is do you have any family like mottos or whatever and this kind of rolls into my family motto a bit where My dad always says there's, we oftentimes come up with excuses for why we can't do something, but we also have to remember that an excuse is not a reason. And so he always says, there's no such thing as I can't. It's either I don't want to bad enough or I don't know how. And if you don't know how, you can learn and I can help you, but there's no such thing as I can't. 
Wow. That's so, actually really powerful. Yeah. And that always, he always goes back to it. We always remind each other of it. Yeah. I feel like one that I always go to is like, it's either a priority for you or it's not. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's no such thing as like, I don't have the time for it. It's either a priority or it isn't. It's mm-hmm. that simple. If you would make, the time. you would make the time if it was really that yeah, important like that. for you. So I think this is why also me and Taylor get along so well is we just have very similar mindsets when it comes to like work ethic. And we know how big mindset is with a lot of things. I just don't have room or the time or the space for negativity. Yeah. Which me and her don't yeah, really have at all. Party. We're like, yeah. it's if you need to cry, that's fine. Like, let feel it out, out your emotions, but, but like, un- don't drag it out. Yeah. You're, you're, don't you're take yourself into a hole. Yeah. And I think too, we balance each other where I don't even know how to describe our work dynamic. Like I'm the type of person that you, you say show up at seven and I'm there at like 655. <laughs> She's and there at six thirty. <laughs> you say show up at seven. Alina's there at seven thirty. <laughs> so it's definitely with a ninety-minute table time, not, not worked in our favor all the time. But it's kind of like we both hold each other accountable. Things where Alina like kind of makes me relax a little bit, and she's like, "It's fine. Don't worry. We have time. Like you're good." And Take I'm your time. yeah, and I'm kind of like on her ass. Like hurry up, let's go. Where you at? Like da da da. Oh, we both balance each other out with that we really do wow we're like a couple we're such a cute couple we're super compatible all right we're done <laughs> okay next week no i'm just kidding so uh, on next week's episode where can our listeners connect with us online that's a pretty quick and easy one instagram instagram yeah Alina's is at alina it's a-l-i-n-a-a dot gutierrez figure it out people <laughs> fucking figure it out <laughs> mine is um at taylor dini d-i-n-i message us there or message us on shit just got real podcast instagram it's literally at shit just got real podcast <laughs> how do we hope to impact our audience um so actually this is my why as well as for starting this podcast um i i feel like I'm kind of on the same boat with you as far as leaving this world a little bit better than when I came here. And this goes back to that whole comment I made earlier of making sure that my work has some adds some kind of value to someone else's Mm -hmm. life. And I always felt like with social media, there were certain things that I just was really off put by now because I feel like everything is just so curated so unrelatable and i got to a point where i just got really annoyed with it like i hardly ever create content anymore because i'm just like i just don't that's not where my heart is anymore Mm -hmm. i think all of my energy and my heart is in this podcast and i feel like it's in this podcast because i feel like this is actually something that will add value to someone else's life which is why when we first started this episode, I wanted to know more deeper things than, you know, like what your yeah. favorite color is. Like, I want to know the things that you go through because someone might be listening to this and they're going to be like, oh, like I'm going through something similar. I, f- I thought I was alone in all of this. And it turns out that you're not. And that's that, a huge thing for us. Yeah. You're not alone. I like that's just how that's my overall why is I want someone to listen to this and not feel like they're alone in something that they're going through. I want them to, you know, maybe shift their perspective on something that they're going through or 
find um, some inner peace with whatever it is that they're dealing with. And I feel like that's what this podcast does. I think we attack some pretty tough conversations, which Mm -hmm. is very hard for a lot of people to do. And that was another thing that really motivated me to start this is like, I'm so sick of I'm so sick of everyone feeling the way that they they feel, but not actually voicing what they feel. And I mean, you know this. I I'm gonna say it how it is. I feel like with all of these different topics, like it just comes down to everyone's thinking it, but no one's saying it. Which is literally which is our tagline. Yeah. Which is everyone's thinking it. We're the ones saying it. Yeah. Because we need to bring all of these conversations and all of these topics to the front line and make people aware of, you know, it's okay to have these conversations with people. More people should be having these these conversations with each other. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think for me too, it's like I enjoy social media. Not I don't really sit on my explore page ever. Yeah, I just like to take photos of my outfits and my life and post them. So that's more a personal thing for me, but I feel like it's gotten so warped and it's harder to have a voice when I feel like on the platform, there are a lot of insincere voices amongst the sincere voices. Yeah. And I felt like a podcast will kind of quiet down all the background noise and centralize like the issues. Yeah. And I think for me, I I felt like I was going insane a little bit because I wanted to take a microphone and yell into it what everything that I was thinking and feeling and and everything I'm seeing. And even if people don't get something out of an episode that they're listening to, knowing that at the end of the day, we are actively working towards resolving and making change to just like live in a better world and a better humanity, then I'm okay. I, I can rest my head at night knowing that I'm I'm actively pursuing that. Yeah. Because if I didn't, then I would just, it's almost like you feel guilty, which I feel like that's when the innocent bystander thing comes into play because- it's like to know that all of these things are going on around me and for me not to do anything yeah, that, about it. That, yeah, that's the innocent bystander and yeah. you're not innocent. Yeah. If you don't I feel intervene. like, yeah, I feel like this is me, mine and Taylor's way of, you know, just bringing some some good into the world. And we we hope that this thing grows and it grows into this beautiful platform where people feel comfortable to come into our dms or into our email and say you know share their experiences and share you know like hey like you guys did something for me with this episode because that's really all that this is about Mm -hmm. you know me and taylor are not making money doing this this is this is like our our side hustle this is like our this is our best unpaid job we've ever literally ever Mm-hmm. And I will probably keep doing this until me and her are old and wrinkly. wrinkly I don't care if we ever and yeah, like I think that's another important thing is we didn't we, we didn't, didn't go start into this, this with like oh I want to make money. money yeah money wasn't the forefront it, of it the forefront was us talking about all these things we have to say and we would text each other and be like write that down write that down we need to talk about that we I started that. recording conversations yeah. with people that I was having because I was like this is a great fucking topic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how invested we are in this. Yeah. 
And then we'll start getting into like podcast like conversations and Alina's like, turn it off. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> and then I'll casually bring it up again later. And I'm like, sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> I'm like, save it for the mic, Taylor. <laughs> a, a new intro episode. Yeah. This is what this is starting into. Yeah. yeah, I feel like too, using your voice is a is a creative outlet and we are creative people. Yeah, my overactive throat chakra. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I think it's, it's therapeutic and balancing. oh my god it's so therapeutic because this is the opportunity for you to let out all of these emotions and feelings that you have instead of letting it build up inside mm-hmm. of you yeah it's like how sometimes i love to i love to write so mm-hmm. i write a lot um or i paint and that's therapeutic for me or i work creatively on like wardrobe mm-hmm. um this is that i get the same feeling out of it it's like your endorphins get going. Can yeah. you stop doing that with your nails? <laughs> oh my God, here we go. That's literally the next thing is pet, pet peeves. peeves. <laughs> she ha- she's very sensitive to noises. So yeah. I'll be like tapping my nails and she'll gently hold my hand to make it stop. And I know exactly what she means when she does this. <laughs> and I'm like, whoops. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, that I'm I'm very sensitive to sounds. I think that's my overall pet peeve. So like mouth breathers or like heavy nose breathers, people who chew with their mouth open. She hates that I have asthma. People who I don't I do hate it. I wish you didn't have asthma. She hates my loud breathing. Asthma free Alina. But or like when people who would take tests in high school would like rub their hand on the scantron and you'd hear like ch ch whenever they would move their pencil i would not even i would have to read a test question like five freaking times <laughs> because all i could hear was a rubbing paper sound oh my god yeah poor, so poor sis it's a hard life you'll be okay promise what are your pet peeves I, I honestly don't know what my pet peeves are i feel like i have to think about this i don't know if there's really because you know me i don't really care about stupid shit yeah oh actually no i have one mm. i hate when ariana takes my food <laughs> i love you ari (laughs) no i actually i hate sharing my food i fucking can't stand it i literally am the person who buys her groceries and i'm like mom do not eat my shit uh i tell ariana do not grab my shit i will get yesterday i got home and i saw that one of my alani nutrition um (laughs) pre-workout like cans was open and my mom's in the kitchen and i'm like are you drinking my Alani? And she got so mad at me for calling her out. And I'm like, I don't understand why this is making you upset when you know I don't like when people take my shit. And then we get into this whole argument because she, she's just like, you take my stuff and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, don't touch my food. It's that simple. Pets? My pet? Mm-hmm. My beautiful dog, Oliver, that's sleeping right now in the corner. God, you're such an angel. I have a lizard named Harry. <laughs> I got him when I was like three or four and he, the thing is still alive. Oh, I should just call him a thing. I love hairball, but he has outlived his life expectancy by far. <laughs> my my little man. Yeah, he almost died once. Oh, I had to like give him baths, wrap him in wet paper towels, feed him like cat food through a syringe and like force feed him crickets. And then all of a sudden he was like revived one day. Yeah. He's thriving now. Yeah, I never in a million years thought that my kid would meet Harry. 
Like that, it's so crazy. I've had him my whole life and now my kid is meeting him. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, that's, I love that. Like in a year and a half, Amadeo will be when I, like the age when I got Harry. Oh my God. That that's bizarre? insane. I know. Can we do fast questions? Like this or that? Oh, sure. I think that'll be a good thing. Kind of. Oh, um, let's fire him. <laughs> how would I describe Taylor? The noises that she just made is how I would describe her. <laughs> All right, you guys. Before we close out, we're going to be doing 73 rapid fire questions. Oh, boy. All right. So I think that Alina, you answer first. And yeah. And I answer second. So we don't <laughs> get caught over one another. Okay. okay ready? Yeah. Question one. What's the best thing that happened to you this month? I'm moving out. Woo! Oh, me too. Signed Elise. Yes! <laughs> Same day. Okay. What's your favorite board game? None. Because if I'm playing with you, you get so competitive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you could teach one subject oh, in what? school, what would it be? We'll go back. If you could teach one subject in school, what would it be? Uh, art. English. When are you most inspired? When am I most inspired? Mm-hmm. Nighttime, for sure. I definitely get most creative at night. I would say, but I'm most inspired in nature. Oh, it says when, not... Oh, I when see what you're nature, saying. Yeah. Actually, no, you know what? I would say the same thing. Rapid fire! Okay, I'm sorry. God. What's your favorite <laughs> beverage? God, I'm scared. <laughs> What's your favorite beverage? Go. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I was going to say Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I don't drink soda or pop. Coffee. It's not my favorite. Okay. But yes, I do love some coffee. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh my God. I, my favorite compliment is when people say that um, my energy is great. That's literally mine too. It's my favorite thing in this fucking planet. Uh-huh. They're like, oh my God, your energy is amazing. And I'm like, I know. Yeah, because I feel like it makes other people feel good. Oh my God, yeah. Love that. What is your favorite birthday cake? Oh my God, I had a friend's birthday cake that my mom gave me two years ago. Best fucking thing ever. Wow. I don't like cake. I don't care about the cake. I cared about the design. Oh. It was like, it was friends themed. I like cookie. Why are you shitting on my friends themed cake? I'm not. I'm just answering the question. I don't like cake. (laughs) I I always have like a giant baked cookie, but it has to be homemade. Mm. What is one thing you still have from your childhood? My American Girl doll. Oh, I hate that thing. Mine's, so ugly. Mine's I just my want to sell doll it. named Lucy. Oh, okay. She <laughs> looks like it. What is your favorite movie? I don't know. Come on, people. Rapid fire. I don't know. Pick a movie, any movie. Disney movies, always. Okay. Um, August Rush. What is something you can't do? Knows how to shut up. <laughs> Come on, give a real thing. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You don't know. I really don't know how to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I thought about it. What is something I can't do? I can't do a backflip off a diving board. Hmm. Window or aisle seat? Window. Aisle. What the fuck? I don't like, I get claustrophobic and I pee too much. Well, I don't have the bladder of a two-year-old, so. Well, there's that. What makes you laugh no matter what? Friends. I effing knew you were going to say that. Every time. Mine is myself <laughs> i don't know are you free what else makes me laugh i'm a deo i'm a deo okay what does creativity mean to you 
self-expression. Oh, I was literally going to effing say that. <laughs> Too late. I can say the same thing. Leave me alone. Okay. What are your favorite lyrics of all time? Are you fucking kidding me right now? You can pick a song. Can I pick an album? Yeah. Caliucci's. Okay. Mine is scenes from an Italian restaurant, Billy Joel. I don't even know what the fuck that is. He is an old school artist. Got it. What is your favorite holiday? My birthday. Valid. <laughs> Mine's probably Thanksgiving or Christmas. It's yeah. Probably Christmas. I hate Christmas because I hate the snow. Oh. And I, I hate Christmas, Christmas music. Fun fact. Anyway. Yeah, we talked about that. Yes, we did. What's heavily played on your music playlist right now? Caliucci's. Bad Bunny. Like, yeah. Sedge. All the reggaeton. <laughs> Mine's like a lot of 70s love songs. What the fuck? Like, I love 70s music. Are you good? Yeah, I just always <laughs> listen to it. Oh. I grew up listening to a lot of it because my dad, so I just always listen to it. If you could raid one woman's closet, who would it be? <sighs> Taylor Dini. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I would say Kylie Jenner. I'm not even going to lie. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I just feel like there's so many options to work with. Hmm. This is true. Like, I think we have very different styles, but there's a lot of items there. Man, I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking or know. Or Daphne Guinness, but she's like a little too elevated for me. We're getting way too deep into this. All right. This is not rapid fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, must have purse item. That's not your wallet. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I hate these questions. No. Mine's going to be chapstick. Uh, I'm going to say my honeypot wet wipes. Okay. You suck at rapid fire, but we're going to move on. Okay. (laughs) What did you want to be when you grew up when you were 12? A veterinarian. (laughs) Me too. You're so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I literally became a vegetarian. uh, Rapid fire. A week before seventh grade Thanksgiving. (laughs) This is not an answer. It's a story. I was vegetarian for a really long time because of animal rights. Okay, what is something that you will not be doing in 10 years? What is something you will not be doing in 10 years? Working, Working for, for someone else. else. This like is that. us manifesting, by yeah. the way. What is an important life lesson for someone to learn? To stop caring so much about what other people think. Oh my God, who cares? And it always gets better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How do you start your day? Uh, with gratitude. I journal. I journal literally 10 things I'm grateful for. That's uh, funny. I, I mean, that's great. I used to do that, but I fucking now, love doing it. Now I just wake up so to tone. my kids screaming on a monitor <laughs> and like throw myself out of bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll do my gratitude at night. <laughs> Would you ever live anywhere besides Chicago? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Don't what have is, to tell me twice. What is your favorite dessert? Oh, I love um, cookie skillets. Pazuki <gasps> cookies? With ice cream on top. Fucking fire. That's my love language. Wow. That's cute. Is there a dessert you don't like? Um, I don't care for like pies or stupid shit like that. Yeah. I'm, I don't like like bougie desserts. Like I don't like um, I don't like frosting or caramel. I actually don't like frosting. It's, yeah. So it's just I'm not, not like, good. Yeah. Like when people bring out a birthday cake and people get excited about it, I'm just like, why? <laughs> it's brunch. What do you eat? If it's Etta, oh my God, that breakfast sandwich. It's like in a croissant. Fucking phenomenal. 
I don't even remember what I got. I love scrambled eggs. I like the classic, <laughs> the classic breakfast where it's like two pancakes, scrambled eggs, sausage or bacon, and hash browns. I really like skillets too. Skillets are fucking good. Okay. Anyway, where's the best vacation you've ever taken? <laughs> Tulum. Ooh. Mine's probably Barcelona. Yeah. Favorite Disney animal. Wow, that is my favorite Disney animal. What? Favorite Disney animal? Gus Gus from Cinderella. Gus Gus. <laughs> I like the minions. They're um, not animals, but I mean, they're something. I don't know what they are. They're things. They're, they're animals. Yeah. They're, I don't know. What minions. They're. I'm obsessed yeah. with them. What is a book you are planning on reading? I forgot what it's called. Ariana told me about it. I think it's called like, it's something about money. It's a money mindset book. Oh. Um, yeah, my, my next book's probably Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That one! Really? How the fuck? Yes! I have an extra copy. I'll give it to you. Say thanks. You want to start a book club? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so weird. Okay. Synchronicity! Hey. She was listening to it on Audible this morning. Really? So, yeah. That's real. My dad, my... She was like, you have to read this. I know you would like my it. My dad, like was very like told of my whole family he gives us like books that we have to read oh, that's one of them i love that what did you read most recently um the last thing i read was the mastery of self hmm. the last thing i read was between the world and me by tanahasi coates hmm. i think that's how you say his name favorite solo artist i actually i, mean, I really love kelly uchis right now she's phenomenal okay i'd say billy joel at me what is something you're tired of what's a city you wish to visit i really want to go to new york but that's in the states if it's somewhere outside of the country i want to go to bali yeah um i'm interested in bali i've never been to new york you what <laughs> yeah i've never been oh my gosh we're going yes now mine is new york because i need to take you to new york can we please <gasps> oh wow yes 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 wow that blows my mind yeah where does one go on a perfect road trip? I don't like road trips. What do you do on a rainy day? Work out. Stay in my pajamas. <laughs> What's your favorite exercise? It's either like, well, when it's nice outside, I love running by the lake. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's so therapeutic. Running by the lake. Yes. So that's the whole exercise. It has to be by the lake. It has to be by the lake. <laughs> it really does. I'm not kidding. Yeah. If not, I'm not going to do it. I'd say right, running or biking. What was your worst subject in school? Probably science. I fucking hated it. Yeah, mine was math, but I somehow always got in the AP class, but I was always the dumb one in the smart class. <laughs> I hated it. I hated math. Everything about it. Math. Can, Fuck math. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it enrages me. So what is your spirit animal? I'm going to say an eagle. Oh, wow. That's sophisticated as fuck. I'm going to say a <laughs> labradoodle. <laughs> <laughs> Welp. Wow. Way to really think hard on that one. I mean, it was rapid fire. Labradoodle. I just feel like they have curls and they have Oh energy, my God. Smart. <laughs> I don't know. What do you usually eat for breakfast? A shake, eggs, and anything that Amadeo throws on the floor. <laughs> what do you usually eat for dinner? Some kind of protein and veggies. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like some kind of pasta and protein. Ooh, and that sounds phenomenal. Pasta. Cooking or baking? Cooking. Cooking when I'm happy, baking when I'm sad. <laughs> Favorite oh baked good. I know, I like to do both. Jesus. Favorite baked good? 
Cupcakes. I like cupcakes. Cookies. Or cheesecake, like a homemade cheesecake. Skiing or surfing? Skiing or surfing? Yeah. Neither. Skiing. First celebrity crush. My first main one was Drake. What? Yeah. I used to like watch interviews of him. <laughs> it was like him, Harry Styles, and then Benny the Jet Rodriguez from Sandlot. I don't know, dude. Skip me. <sighs> you suck at rapid fire. I'm sorry. Most recent celebrity crush. Um... There's no ums in rapid fire. Bitch, stop. <laughs> What's your most recent? Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Silence isn't a part of rapid fire either, ho. <laughs> Who? What did you just say? She just mouthed something and won't tell me what it is. I'll tell you later. Come on. No. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Touche, bitch. Touche. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good job. Okay, what color was your prom dress? It was nude. Okay, mine was black. How do you manage stress? Um, I either meditate or work out. I kind of, yeah, I kind of did the same thing. Or I write. What do you do to relax? Chill. I don't know. <laughs> lay in bed. I like lay with bed. Oliver. Yeah, or, or like on the floor, and I just don't do anything. Oh, I love in the summer laying in the grass. Yeah. Fuck yes. I age when you were first kissed. Oh, I was in eighth grade. Yeah, I think I was in eighth grade. It wasn't even tongue. It was literally like a peck. Oh, that's what mine was. Oh, so yeah. cute. So probably like 14. Yeah. 15. I was apparently late to the show. Favorite fashion trend of all time. Honestly, boyfriend jeans. Ooh, I do love me some boyfriend jeans. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Best fashion advice you've ever received. Always have clean shoes. Alina, wear more color. <laughs> <laughs> Just a pop of color. <laughs> Honestly, that that should disappear forever, though. Yeah, it's fucking gross. <laughs> Why was that ever a thing? I don't know. We're talking about low rise jeans, by the way, yeah. guys. I don't. I they really should never make know. a comeback. Ever. Ever. Do you want the world to live with muffin tops? Exactly. Oh my god, I always thought of that. Yeah. I thought I was the only one who put that to that like, like puzzle together. I don't know. Maybe it was like a thing for a while. Ooh, shoes or bags. Television. Oh. I'm gonna say oof. I don't know shoes. That's hard. I have a lot of shoes. It depends on the day. I'm gonna say shoes. It really depends on the day for me. How do you know if you're in love? <laughs> like I who knows? Know. <laughs> After listening to this podcast, I don't. Ha- I have no yeah. clue. <laughs> oh boy! The TV show you binged on recently. Um, the Fosters, such a good show. Yeah. They talk about a lot about yeah. I've, I saw that awesome convert, like really, really good. I literally think I watched that five years ago. Yeah, I'm. I started like season one, like um, maybe a month ago. I started Lock and Key, but I'm only on episode two, so I don't think it counts as a binge. <laughs> I'm on season three now, so yeah. Who do you turn to when you're sad? I guess I turn. A lot. I feel like I turn to my friends. Yeah, I turn to specific people for sure. Yeah. And you being one of them. Yeah, I turn to Priscilla a lot. But I also think sometimes I just, yeah, sometimes I don't turn to anyone. I just like (laughs) sit with it. Okay, anyways, name one thing you learned the hard way. Oh, I know one. Uh, The importance on saving money. That's a good one. Yep. Um, I learned to never talk behind someone's back. When I was in like elementary school, I learned that and I've never forgotten it. And I forced it into my sister's head. <laughs> it's like, I don't care if they're your best friend. Yeah, I remember you telling they're me They're not this, your best actually. friend. 
If you could make a documentary about anything, what would it be? That's fair. A new outlook on like feminism would be a good one. Understanding feminism. Yeah. And like how feminism isn't like this whole I exclude men type thing. It should how never it's it, interpreted by yeah. other people and it how sh- it's misinterpreted by yeah. feminists. Like it should never be like, that way. All the things about it. Yes. What is your kryptonite? Traveling. Oh. We can go that broad. I was gonna say and peanut butter <laughs> what are you most enchanted by um deep conversations and people who are emotionally aware yeah mine would be emotionally aware in work ethic yeah what is your biggest strength i think that maybe seeing positive i think my communication is yeah yeah for but you also struggle with that in some in some it's, areas. it depends what area it is yeah. it's in but yeah um what is your biggest weakness I think it also can also be my communication. I think mine would be how I deal with people who hurt me. Mm. What are three words to describe living in Chicago? Chicago. Reckless. Summertime shy, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There really is no other place like Chicago in the summer. Like truly. Fucking at me. I'm so excited for it. Oh, seriously. And we'll be in the city and I'm putting the table but I'm the cutest thing on the planet Earth. My Amadeo. <laughs> um, for those of you that didn't catch that, the question is cutest thing on planet Earth. Yeah. Obviously, my dog Oliver. Best first date idea. I love first dates that are more out of the box. So things that, like for instance, one first date that I had, I was um, I went to Top Golf, and it was like very like interactive and yeah. playful. I yeah, I love things like that. Yeah, uh, something a little unconventional, like yeah, breaks you out of your comfort zone. Yes, mm-hmm. I like that too. What's your flavor flavor fla- fudge? Jesus What's your favorite type of flower? I don't even know what they're fucking called. I get them from Trader Joe's all the time, though. I feel like you get lilacs. Is that what it is? I feel like you get lilacs okay. from what I've seen in your room. Yeah, sure. That. I would say hydrangeas. What the fuck is that? It's like the pretty one that kind of looks like a puff. Lots of little flowers. In it. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, great. <laughs> what do you notice about someone when you first meet them? Um, I think smile for me. I think how they approach meeting me, like, Oh, are you talking about physically or? Um, either way. I think it's like the energy someone gives off. Well, physically, I would say a smile. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about like ener- energy wise, yeah, your energy in I general. Mean, the exact same. Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? Online shopping. Buying flights last minute. <laughs> Spontaneous trips. Whoops. <laughs> Plans for the weekend. Don't fucking worry about it. How about that? Yeah, I can't think about it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just having to get my energy out. Yeah. I could see. All, All right, right guys. guys. Well, thank you for getting to know us um, a little bit. We suck at rapid fire. Obviously. We're excited to... <laughs> <laughs> I can't think anymore. <laughs> I'm excited to stop talking about myself. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, shit, shit just, just got, got real. real. Burr, 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 burr.